You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! <coughs> Talking. Speaking. been 10 years plus one week 10 years one a couple days a couple days yeah here we are everybody thank you for listening to overnight drive for a long time a futile attempt at maturity <laughs> <laughs> no high iq maturity since 2002 wait no 2012 2012 when feels be, like 2002 it'd be crazy the 20th anniversary is going to be a trip Oh, man. That was all dinged up. Yo, is it the 10th anniversary really beat me to hell? Like, the 20th all... is going to be wild. I liked it, though. I'm so sorry. I have to apologize to you publicly. To me? Yes, because I was that bad co-pilot. The whole reason why we did this podcast in the first place was pilot, co-pilot. <laughs> and I was the bad co-pilot that fell asleep before we left New York City. That is all right. That's fine. It's we okay. We ate some pizza, and I conked out. That was... I... How do I say this? That sounded like a fucking piece of shit. I have very little recollection of the drive home. And not because <laughs> I was drinking, all right? Just because it was fucking three in the morning and the fucking 87 is like a straight line. That was really boring. Uh, it was very boring. So I, I fell asleep. doing a thing where I would like, I'd get sleepy and I would close one <laughs> eye. And I would close the other one and open the first. It was, man, it was no good. But I subjected uh, you to an entire Carlito episode. Carlito saved our lives, 100%. Really? Like, yeah, it was uh, well, I was Carlito. Asleep. Yeah, you I, I were put out. on a three-hour Carlito episode, and I think it <laughs> ended right as we were pulling an all. That yeah, it was good. But I could tell when you were asleep because he would say something funny, and there'd be you'd just be out. Oh my god! And I'd I'd you know have, a little, have myself a little <laughs> chuckle. <laughs> he is the man, Carlito. Rest in peace. There course. was something we listened to that one previously, but there was something on that call that, yeah. uh, or on that episode that I was like, "Oh yes, that's right. This is the yeah. one." 
Uh, it's really good. Yeah, Carlito saved us. He, uh, of course. Carlito, as you may understand, uh, died so we could live. Yes, he died so we could live. But I couldn't help but think. I wanted to be friends with Carlito very badly. And, like, I would have loved... I think he would have loved what we do. I think so, too. And I would have loved to have him there. That just would have been so great. He would have been a, a seminal member of the Whack Pack. All right, yeah, exactly. No, it was... It was um, sad. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Anyways, uh, we were there, and it was awesome. It really was fucking great. It was exactly how I hoped it would be. Just kind of felt like a party where we just did a did a quick set, you yeah. know, and then uh, and that was it. I was like the drunk dad on the karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody came down. They weren't. Uh, it wasn't what anybody was expecting, and I'm okay with that. Because what we did was we didn't really try to do a, an episode. We tried to do just a party. Just a little party. Just and a, it was yeah. in, frankly, it was in a hallway. And people enjoyed it anyway, which was great. And we had a good time. And New York City was always good to us. Andrew and I uh, gallivanted around Brooklyn. We did. <laughs> a lot of changes in, uh, in old Greenpoint there. But, a lot of changes, um, but a lot of places that should have closed that didn't, which really troubled me. Right. Like, the anyone who lives in Greenpoint, if you go to Elborn, I don't know what to do for you. Right. Like, it's a bad place. Don't go there. <laughs> Well, I think there's a couple of people who live in Greenpoint, sure. We saw some old friends. We saw some new friends. I got to say, our listeners are kind of weird. <laughs> Yo, we got some weirdos. I love them. I love all of you. And it was so good to meet all of you. It really was. It was and very then, cool. But I noticed that some of the people who I finally got a chance to meet were hovering around us for a good two hours before and wouldn't like didn't come up and talk to us. Yes. Even though you're just sitting at the bar getting tanked. Yeah, for future <laughs> reference, if we're sitting at the bar getting tanked, feel free to like belly yeah. up. That's all right. Just oh, that bar. And we're in. gonna talk about the A bar. They played my favorite Black Sabbath album. They did. And I got I tried to vibe with the bartender about it, and I got shut down. I got I got too cooled, which I was like, all right, we this is way past high school for both of us, I dude. Mean, that's the same guy who booked our show, yeah. so it's just whatever. But like, yeah, he's. Uh, I got too cooled by him. Yeah, he's a little, he's maybe a little too cool for school. I, I was know, like, oh man, yeah. the song about Ozzy looking for a hooker's coming up. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, all right. Yeah, oh, it's all right, whatever. A whole he's... other layer of Brooklyn I have to get through in order to actually communicate with anybody. <laughs> Unbelievably so. helpful. I'm not, I won't hold it against him. Oh, nice guy. Fine. Great. Thank you. To the A bar. Very if much. If you're ever you. in Greenpoint, it is the, um, and it is probably 12 feet wide. Mm-hmm. But it is the probably in that particular part of Brooklyn, it's the last bastion of any type of subculture. That's it, yeah. I, I can't think of anything else remotely close. <laughs> any type of subculture that doesn't involve thrift clothes on a rack or eating at a five eating at a one star Michelin pierogi restaurant. <laughs> I was very surprised because I remember like the uh, when I lived there, I would go to Greenpoint quite often and, and I recognized. None of it. Nothing. Yeah. It's I was like, it was like if they revitalized downtown Glens Falls to the point where I recognized nothing. And I was like, oh my God. You, like just, you know geography and that's it. I knew nothing. Yeah. It was, it was wild. It's, and, uh, yeah, there was, there was a lot of places that I was like, oh, like the, the pizza place we went to before we drove home, yeah. uh, used to be like a sketchy dollar store. So like little okay. things like that. Okay. Neat. Cool. A lot of things that should have closed that were just fucking stupid. No, they were going strong. Yeah, still going. 
going strong as ever. Um, but yeah, well, we had a great time. And thank you to everybody who came. Thank you to everybody who wrote us to say, sorry, we can't come. Mm-hmm. And also thank you to A-Bar, of course, A-Bar in Brooklyn. Um, really good, really cool metal bar. And it's dirty and awesome. And they have a cool backyard. And it was everything I'd ever want in a dive bar. Did you go in the backyard? I didn't go at all. I did. I hung out with uh, producer Hannah oh, nice. and her beau nice. and a guy that I unfortunately <laughs> somebody, don't remember. Somebody who followed you out there. Yeah, we were just bullshitting about 20 minutes. And I think of the producer Hannah for reading The Misconnections and everybody was encouraging her. And yeah. She held the mic like a champ. And um, I, I think I said something like, I don't know if she's going to make it or not. She uh, is on a, has an ankle bracelet on. <laughs> And then she showed up, and everybody was like, yeah. And then Ryan made an appearance, and I should mute my phone and all that other good stuff. I um, uh, I didn't even know she showed up. She just, like, the the crowd parted, and there she was. Oh, yeah. And uh, as usual, I wish Carlito was there. He was there in spirit. Yeah, listen, my son just called over there to make an apology, and the man just said bad words to him and hung up the phone. Who was that? My son is on the phone. He just called to make an apology to Danny because he stole something from the bathroom. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Where's Danny? Danny's not here right now. Well, who was just answering the phone, goddammit? Well, who answered the phone? Yes. <laughs> no, he just left, so I don't know where he right now. Well, who answered the phone just now? Yeah, he's jumping the phone. And then no, he just who? Hey, honey, phone. listen, stupid woman. Who answered the phone right now? Who was it? Oh, he's not here right now. Who was it? Ten seconds ago, my son called and talked to a man. Who was it? God damn it. Shit damn it in the ass. Shit out of my ass on the floor. <laughs> God. Freaked out. Yeah, you know, um, not all of, all of Carlito's uh, pranks or hits, I guess you could say. But that one is pretty good. This is a great one, too. Good evening. Thanks for calling Silver Lake. Yeah, hello. Hello. What's the operator? How can I help you? Yes, hi. Is this the Silver Well, that's what I was trying to tell you, sir. Well, look, ma'am, I have a Travis here. I've lost my wallet, my cell phone, my, my insulin shots, and my sugar is up on the roof, and, and I need to get my insulins. And I, I can't find them, and I'm sure I left them there on, on, one, of the, on one of the machines, and my, 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 my. And I can feel my, my sugar. <laughs> Hello, you have reached the lost and found. So that we can better serve you, please leave the following information. You are being transferred, and a hotel operator will assist you. That's right. That's right. Hello, yeah, look, uh, my sugar is up through the roof, and I I, I done left my, my diabetes kits there. Where are you at? No, get an ambulance. Uh, I, I don't need an ambulance. I need my, my insulin pills. I need my shot and my pills, and I left them all there, and my wallet and my cell phone. I can't even call my daughter to come over here. <laughs> my, my insulin is way up in the sky. Hello? Yeah, I, I left my, my pills and my and my diabetes syringe and my insulins there. You left them where? Fuck. I left them there on top of that machine there with, with the lights. You left them where? The machine with the lights. They goes bing, 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 bing. I left it on there. You know the one? 
No, I don't know the one. <laughs> I left my my insulin my insulin. You shot, know the one. If I don't take it, I I I. I then you, you should probably come back I, and get it, sir. I, I, I don't know where you left it. I, 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 Sir, you need to come back and get it because I don't know where you left it. I left my contact lenses there. I can't see. I don't know where you left it. You're going to need to come back and get it. I left my keys. I left my cell You're not understanding me. I'm I'm done with this conversation. I left my shoes, my wallet, my pants. That was a Carlito. (laughs) Who is he calling? It was Carlito from high school. Wow. So it was a little rough around the edges. You know why? Because it's in high school. It's, It's this demo tape. Yeah. No me jodas. Do we know who he's called? Was it like a casino or something he was calling? Yeah, he's calling the local casino. Wow, he used to live right. around. He used to live in Deltona, Florida, which is right mm. near Orlando, and um, that's where he grew up. And he would call the local casino, <laughs> give them. But he also played like this weird casino sound effect. Oh, is that him? That's <laughs> fuck. No, no, it would no. It would be like just a like a. It would sound like he's at a casino. It'd be like oh wow. And then people would be like, whoa, yeah. He has such good sound effects. What an artist. He really is an artist. Really good. Um, But yeah, no, great time. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate that. Yeah, it was very, it was really, really fucking nice. I like, (sighs) I I have not listened back to it. And I hope Mm. it's as fun in my mind, or fun for everyone listening as it was in my mind. Yeah. It was a really nice time. I think we made like, I wish I I didn't get as, as, Loaded as I did, just speak only because I think um, that can what could have gone one or two ways. Uh, I I just wanted to remember more of it. So I thought I blacked out. It's not it's not blacked out, but I just have like memory patches. Yeah, like, scene missing. No, but you know what? That's just the way it is with everything. I always have scenes missing. I couldn't remember the whole thing. So why am I worried about yeah, it? Yeah, I don't like unless it's something worth remembering. I feel like my body's like, nah, we don't right. need this. We're good. We're all set. We're good. We're good. Um, but no, it was very, uh, it was cool to see uh, a bunch of new faces. I get to learn a lot, like yeah. a lot, a lot about uh, <laughs> about some people I'd never met before. I met Ash Priest. Met Ash Priest. That was something else. That was so God. good. That was the best. Uh, a lot got of to people. See Bob. Yeah. Love seeing Bob. Really good. A lot of people reminded me that they were already in New York and that they happened to come to our thing. And mm. I was like, oh, thanks, I think. Mm. Yeah. I was like, oh, good. I'm glad you made the the long trip. Yeah, Damasini was there. Listener Lily was there. It was a fucking great time. Damasini was there. Listener Lily, hello. She was there. The I th- I'm gonna get his name wrong. Was Peter who made our intro song? Peter. That uh, that nobody liked I, except for us. I can't believe it. Yeah, really Peter cool. Chianchu. I don't know the fuck. Yeah, sure. No, I think it's Chianchu. <laughs> Anyways, Peter Chianchu. Chianchu. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. To it was see really him. nice. And he was he was up front the whole time, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm the one who made that." Yeah, like as he was leaving, he's like, "By the way, I did this thing that you used for like a hundred episodes." Yeah. Like, wow, it's it 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 nice. <laughs> Nobody liked it. we liked it. I thought it was great. It was cool. It was cool. It was fine. He's like, "Oh yeah, I just started a new. I started it one day." Yeah, was that good right? Yeah. Um. So, don't moving forward. Mo- oh, moving forward from there. <laughs> I thought you had something really lined no. up. I was about to ask you. Hell no. How are you feeling since? Because man of fucking live, uh, I have not recovered from that night. It's been three days now, and well, I'm I still you, like in a deficit. I had a work that day, yeah. so it was like, uh, I usually don't have a lot of fluids on game day, because that means I have to pee all the time, right. but I was pounding Gatorade and water, and uh, heavily caffeinating, ibuprofen, 
So I was using all the old standbys as far, and then eating a good like a good meal right mm, when I got yep. there, like a big wrap. And um, oh, you went to the cafeteria. You did nice. Get the big a, salad. I know. I got a big uh, egg and like kind of like a big egg, a big what like. Like egg, turkey, sausage, bacon, like a big wrap. Whatever. Yeah. What we call it? The rich person salad. That was what they made. <laughs> rich people salad. It was. It was a nice rich people salad back when they had somebody to make the salad. Oh. Um, but it's uh, it was um, good. And uh, I actually ended up not as hungover as I thought. But yesterday, I definitely napped all day. And I had so many plans yeah. to do. I mean, everybody has best laid plans on Sunday. And I'm single. So I have no reason to go to Target. <laughs> but, but I did but I did anyway but I had plans to go anyway and then I didn't it's wow you didn't go to Target on Sunday that's like your that's your ritual that's my ritual and I, I found out that I, I could have hung out with you and I didn't and then uh, uh, I just didn't do anything I watched football and slept and ate twice and now I feel okay today was a today stressful was day because of my other stupid job yeah yeah that I'm desperately trying to get rid of. Um, it's just too much. And I don't... I like actually left my job today, and I felt like my chest hurt. I was yeah. so stressed out. Yo, I hate that feeling. It's and I think I'm just going to level with my boss. Yeah, and I think I'm just going to level with my boss. Like, this job makes my chest hurt. There's no... Like, I'm put in a position... Have you ever been like a set, like in, in a job where you're like set up to fail no very much yes that's what I, that's what's happening with me and i think that that might resonate with some people who are maybe in the same position as me where it's you want to do your best and i definitely i mean i'm hard i'm like i consider the amount of jobs i've had in my life i think i'm a pretty i'm i working since i was 15 i'm a pretty hard worker even though i come off as kind of lazy or whatever but i'm really when it comes to work i'm like if i you know if the people are good to me, I'm good to you back. So I'll, I'll show up early, leave right. late, whatever yeah, you need I'll me to do. Yeah, I'll throw some hustle in, for sure. Exactly. So I'm in a position where I, my bosses have always been good to me, but I'm in an untenable situation. So I'm, like, Googling what to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's got to be other people going through this, right? Yeah, the entire I'm, world. I'm going through, like, Reddit threads, like... You should just quit. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it. But like, I think if I just level, the, the consensus was if you level with your superior, depending on how cool they are, you can just be like, hey, this is not working. Even if not, and they're like, well, you got to go, then whatever. To fucking take that unemployment and fucking oh, kick I'm, it. No, know? I'm not quitting. Definitely not. But I got to take the, uh, no, it's, but it's not. The thing is, I'm in a unique situation where it's not because of me. Right. It's just the. Legitimately like, set up to fail. I'm in a situation where there were seven people doing this job, and now it's just me. So I'll open up my my like there's like a ticketing system they use, and I'll open up my ticketing thing, and there'll be like 80 tickets assigned to me. And there's no way I can do that. I mean, are they expecting you to go to the office to fix things? It's such a strange like what the fuck is going on? I have no idea. Wow. All right. I have no idea, and I don't want to know. Scary. Scary stuff. Um, I, uh, have a person who works with me who isn't all, all, isn't like super together and it's very, <laughs> it's just like a, a confluence. I had a very cushy job up until a few weeks ago and now it's like a nightmare and I know blah, 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 whatever. But I think some people are probably in the same situation. 
Uh, I'm going to try and tough it out, but at the same time, I'm trying to, like, work other angles. Yeah, don't be a fucking hero, you know? No, I'm not. I just can't. Like, it's just, I I left my job and my chest hurt. Like, that's dang, That's my body telling me, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I know exactly the feeling. Like, I used to feel like I had a cocoon from the movie Cocoon in my chest when I would leave the chalk factory. Yeah. It was a very strange feeling. A lot on, it was a lot on the line. I guess. I don't know. Fuck. I don't even think there's a lot on the line. I just know that there's no way I can. There's no like there's no possible way. Right. Yeah. It's just not happening. It's just it's there. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And um, it's hard to explain that to people who just like are like, well, just just make it profitable. Just do it. Just yeah, do it sure. You, you, can, it. you did it before. You can do it again. And I was like, yeah, but it's, not, it's a totally <laughs> different scene now. And, uh, you know, I'm trying my best, as usual. But I think at the end of the day, I'm the one that's going to eat the shit sandwich. And I'm going to be the one that has to go on unemployment, which is the worst. And I'm going to look for a job now. Ugh, forget it. But I have um, friends in high places, I guess you could say. Hopefully. Can work something out. Are you talking about the governor? The governor is going to... No, not the fucking stupid governor. Because <laughs> swoop in, she's gonna take yeah, care of you. Kathy Hochul. No. Kathy Hochul. Kathy Hochul. No, because uh, I work other jobs, and I think that I, if I really up my hustle, I can, uh, I can still cover my nut. You know. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I guess you're on the books at those things. I would say, be cool if you do the best of both worlds, where you fucking get unemployment, but also cover your nut. I'm, I'm cover I mean, the nut. <laughs> it's only a month left of taxes, so I'm fine. That's so. true. I'm totally okay with that. Ugh, God, I don't want to do taxes. I hate doing taxes. But I think Worst. so. I think I should. Uh, what do you think I should do, Andrew? I mean, this doesn't seem like it goes anywhere good. No, right? Like I would do exactly what you're going to do. Basically, we just go to your boss, be like, the, "You've put me in a position that is absolutely unworkable." Yeah. I personally would be the psychopath who's like, you've put me to a position that's actually unworkable, and so I've consulted with a lawyer. But, uh, oh. <laughs> you know, that's that's me. That's what wow. I the okay. Karen so, no, 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 out. no. But, uh, but, okay, let's expand on that. What, what would I do with a lawyer? I don't know. So there's a million people with law degrees, and they're not very smart, most of them. It's <laughs> of like there's the, yeah. I think the upper crust of lawyers is we're talking about like three percent of people with law degrees. Oh, we're talking about the heavy hitters. Here. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about the heavy hitters. Yeah. Um, but there's a bunch of people whose only job is for you to call them and be like, "My job is treating me badly," and they go, "All right, let's get this money, fam." <laughs> um, so I feel like. Yeah. Um, well, that I, I, I mean, I don't know. It's whatever. Like it, you, the trick with that shit is they'd say, okay, can you prove it to me? And then you'd be in a position where you'd be like pulling a bunch of shit yeah. together. And one, it, it seems like a, a hassle. It seems like a last case, worst case scenario yeah. for sure. But I, it's already wildly untenable right now. Right. Like there's a certain point where it's just like, all right, well, you're, you're just trying to make me quit or you're just trying to like make it so like I fall on the sword because people can't get it together. Right. And so it's like, yo, I'm not going to be that person. Yeah. Like I'm not, um, put me on something else. I'm just going to be like, bottom line, just put me on something else. Or right. Figure it out. But like, this is not like, this is above my head. But this is not going to work out. I would definitely start grabbing documentation on this shit, though. Like, fucking pick, 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 pick little things that are, uh, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. Start uh, start screen grabbing shit. Oh, sure. And yeah. call the heavy hitters. Yeah, whatever. It <laughs> just seems fun to me. I mean, I I don't really... 
I mean, I, you know, I, I, that place was did right by me, but at the same time, I'm they just did, like, but now they're doing massively wrong by you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, what the it's fuck? Just, you know? I'm just expected to like do. I just, it's not. And I keep on trying to, I keep on asking for meetings with my boss, and it's just like not. Work. And I, yeah. I, keep, I keep getting pushed off. Yeah, like, you, you sort of document all that like shit. Like every day this goes on, it gets worse. Yeah, screen grab all that shit. And I mean, so, like, we're going to heavy hitters. Yeah. You fucked yourself by not taking a meeting with me. And now, yes, now I mean, you're going to pay. Yeah. Because I'm for exposing my myself to, like, I mean, I'm exposing myself to all kinds of, like, contractual. Right. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck? What are yeah. you supposed to do here? Like, like, it's to the point where I'm exposing myself to, like, a finding of like, you know, like a, like a finding, you know, like a finding of like incompetence, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, and that, and the arrow will be pointed to me. Right. And then what, then what, you know, yeah. then what do you do? And it's just like, I don't know what you want me to do. There yeah. was a point working for the chalk factory where they flew me literally across the planet. Like as far as you could get from fucking Brooklyn, New York, I you could that. get. So I could talk to a person and they could tell me that the government wouldn't allow them to import more cars because there's a set limit of imports on this country that I won't name. I remember but it's, we tried to it's record. In the we tried to record. Uh, and the, yes. <laughs> and the hotel Wi-Fi wasn't cutting it. It was so. not working. Um, and I remember calling my boss after that mean like, yo, f- like from a federal standpoint, we can't import more cars. And hearing him try and figure out a way to make it my fault. Like try and yep. figure out a way to be like, well, did you try this? I'm like, it's the government. Would you like me to yeah. go to the fucking, <laughs> the Sultan of whatever the yeah. fuck country I'm in and like explain that? Like, yeah, what do you think is going to happen right now? Right. Um, so I basically flew to the Middle East for a day and then flew back, which Jesus was Christ. neat. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's, that's exactly going to be that situation. But that was the day that I was like, I got to start documenting this. This is fucking oh, yeah. insane. This is, this is Looney Tunes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, you know, not, this is not the most exciting thing, but people like to hear about, about our lives and stuff. <laughs> I've noticed that yeah. from talking to our fans. And I don't know. It just, um, now I'm at the situation where I can, I always bet on myself. And I think, I think I might, um, I might be able to pull it off again. You know, I have, have I have, uh, I have other things in the, in the, in the wash. Yeah. You know, right. definitely. So. What am I gonna do? Yeah, what am I gonna do? I mean, this I can't keep doing this. This, this shit is, never happens at the right time, so whatever, fuck it. No, this is untenable. And uh, but I'm gonna stay calm, and I'm not gonna give them any reason, you know, to to do anything uh, naughty. But I'm just going to be very calm and clear and be like, this isn't working. Yeah, no, but I mean, it's also I, like. This seems like such a fucking boomer mentality, and I hate when I think like this, but it's just true. Like, yo, motherfuckers can't make a latte right now. Like, us, every Starbucks is a line around the block because no one can do anything. Like, <laughs> being able to be capable yeah. to do things is like a it's a real treat for employers right now. Right. So you know, yeah. So I'm eminently hireable. Eminently hireable. Yes, exactly. Just depends on what I want to do. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, it's what it is. I just, Whatever. yeah, fucking, I don't, I, I don't, you know what? I don't care to see you like this. Thank you. No, I don't care to see myself yeah. like this. I'm talking about work and my, the part of my life that I enjoy the most on my podcast. It's it's encroaching. It is encroaching. 
I it hate is when really... I used to listen to myself talk about work. It's fucking. Oh my it's god! I, I become the dude. Oh my god! I become the per- like. It, that's the. I think that's the kiss of death in any relationship. When you become yeah. the person that complains about work, all I hear is like, <laughs> "I'm sorry," but I do. I'm just like, okay, well, work is work. And all my father told me a long time ago. He's like, "Work sucks. All work sucks." Yeah, that's true. And he's like, "Yeah, okay. What did you expect? Like, what do you want? Like, what do you want?" You can either go in and do it, or you can not do it. Or right, yeah, or just fucking hang out and do, like stand outside the Exxon station waiting for something to happen. I don't know. Like I, I, right. I can't tell you. Like trying my best here, you know, and it's just not my best. Uh, you know, I tried my best, and then it turns out my best wasn't good enough. So what are you gonna do? Oh, yeah, whatever. You know, and then I'm just gonna document number, like just document numbers. Definitely and, document. Fucking grab all that shit. Oh yeah, just in case they do you dirty. Where you're like, all right, well, Mazzotti's got me. Well, they already did me dirty, so I'm kind of dirtier. Go back through your emails. Spend tomorrow going through your emails. Yeah, well, it's not, I mean, I don't know what I can like, get them on, but no. it's just like there's a well. I think that's the thing is there's a certain point where you can't get people on anything, but you're just a hassle to deal with once you have some yeah. fucking like third rate lawyer calling. That they're right. just like a right. Just fucking here. Take this. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna try. I mean, I don't. I don't see how that would ever work, but. I can try. For sure. I mean, right? Yeah, just it's a big enough company they could just push push this person off forever. Yeah, just have have these things in the hopper in case you need them. And, yeah, you know, hopefully you don't. Yeah, I gotta start updating my resume. Here I go again on mm. my own. I'll send you the link to the Israeli woman I paid to hire to do my resume. Please that I, do. I think actually. I deleted. I actually think I went through and I deleted the resume that she sent to me by accident. So damn. Yeah, I mean, um, whatever. I'm sure I can get another copy from her, but I just need, yeah, I I'm just a stupid person. Well, I just I talk to people who are like HR professionals now, and they're like, "Oh, you just have to send like a one sheet with like the most minimal stuff because we're tired of reading all of these resumes." And I was like, "That that sounds mean," but also okay, and like they just want to put plugs and holes like they just want to find i do get it i used to get resumes at the chalk factory that were like three pages long flower flowery like yeah like all designed and shit i could be honest if any of you listening ever interviewed with me which you didn't but you know let's pretend you did what happened at the chalk factory was you set up you had an interview set up for noon at 11:58 my assistant came and found me because i was upstairs working on some project she said you have a you have an interview here I go, what? And then I walked downstairs. I looked at your resume. I looked at the first three lines of your resume as I walked towards the conference room. And then I walked in and I just tried to be overbearing to you. And that was it. Great. If you could handle me being overbearing, you were good to go. I don't give a fuck what you did before. It's fine. Because all you need to do when you work for me is just handle the flow. You know, just handle the fucking the, the turn of the tides. Um, yeah. And it's so many guys would like walk in with like three piece suits and like all this shit on their resume. I didn't need any of that. All I just needed was, can you hang? And right. none of those dudes could hang. And all the, like I've said this a million times, all the people I hired for the chalk factory all still get together every Christmas and just hang out because they just, like I just created a team that was just like people who will be friends. These are people yeah. who like bury each other in like sixty years. <laughs> that's good. Though. Um, and that's it. All I just you just needed to hang. That was it. That was all I asked of you. That's good team building. Yeah, I agree. You know, if anyone needs me to build a team, fucking get at me. It's fine. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So I know it's going to come down to the point where they're going to ask me, "Well, what do you want to do?" 
and I'm gonna something I can do, like something yeah, that I can something succeed I can do. in, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. fuck. Yeah, this is like not. This is untenable. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, well, you have me pissing in the ocean currently, so let's try something other. Oh, that's a good line. I'm gonna take that. Yeah. Right. Fucking <laughs> steal it. Go for it. I'm pissing in the ocean. Currently, currently, I'm pissing in the ocean. It doesn't feel like a good scene. Yeah. No, it's not a good scene at all. Uh, but I do have um, really good news. My arm is... Is it back? It's back. Hell My yeah. Arm, I don't right. know what happened, but it's not 100% back, but it's feeling much it takes better. Take some time, all right. Uh, I think it's because I've, I've trained myself to sleep on my left side. I have a torn yes. rotator cuff, which uh, I've. It's must be a minor tear because it initially hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. Like we pivot from one thing to another. It's cool. It's, yeah, we need to be in the podcasting hall of fame. I like yeah. that we pivot. It's just us pivoting, bitching, which is cool. People no, seem to well, love it. No, so this is right. good news. This is good news. I um, because I don't really have a ton of notes. I'm just kind of free. yeah. We're we're just See, going free form. And tonight. I was earlier tonight. I was like, you know, I don't think I'm very good off the cuff. I and you're like, I disagree. And now I'm just like talking about my arm. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. This is why I'm single, everybody. You ever wonder, 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 uh, I feel what? like women want to hear about your arm. I feel like women don't want to hear me at all. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe so. you should find a deaf woman. <laughs> That'd be cool. I would love that. What, what's the deaf woman from Seinfeld? Marnie something? Yeah, call, call Marnie. I guess, I don't know. You have to video <laughs> chat Marnie. There was a, I forget her name, but there, oh, uh, there was like a celebrity in the 90s, an actress who was... Deaf. I think we're thinking, talking, thinking the same. There yeah, can't be are, that many. We are thinking around, of the yeah. same people. I thought for years that Carol Kane was deaf because she just talks weird, but she's yeah. not. No, no, she plays bass and everything. Or Carol Kane. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think there's. I don't think there's a woman out there right now who cares. But no. that's fine. That's totally fine. And uh, you know, I'll pick up what scraps I can. Um, <clears throat> sad. But, um, I feel like there's a woman who's sitting caring big time. Well, no, there's people who act interested and then they fall off after a couple of weeks. I'm too much for a lot of people because I have when I when I when I'm interested in somebody, I give them everything. One of the few things I ever remember a woman saying to me that was like critical that like I took to heart was a woman I dated years ago, years ago. Like we're talking like late ninety, I guess early two thousands. I know who this is. Yeah, who got like she was trying to explain herself and she just got flustered and she looked at me in the eyes and screamed you're too much in my face and i said whoa wow. and i i took that to heart and i decided to become less and now i'm so little that you can't fucking find me in a relationship <laughs> and i'm like i don't care what you're talking about shut up do you think i should be less i, I mean, mean i just like talking about i like sharing my interests with people yeah less and, is a hardcore path i don't uh, know I like I love just talking about my interests with people and sharing my but my interests are varied and weird. Yeah. Like as they should be, right? Like defense like 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 outdated missile systems. <laughs> yeah. Not out of the realm of possibility for a discussion. And I get the smile and nod a lot and they're just like, Okay. But that's a, your cue to talk to me about some weird shit that you're into. That's how it used to be. You know, that's how it used to be. That's your cue to talk to me about some weird shit that you're into. Ooh. And we don't have to line up. We just have to keep the conversation going. And people are just too into like, oh, well, what should we do now? I don't know. This is weird. This is awkward. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to I have to text my friend to feel safe. In playing my my hot take card of the podcast, uh, women aren't into 
interesting things anymore. They're into <sighs> like true crime podcasts that they're allowed to be into. Well, that's, that's interesting to them. God, God bless. Yeah, I mean, sure, but, whatever. I mean, I we all know why, but we won't talk about it. Uh, the uh, <laughs> but there's no. I think that that ship has sailed. I'm not, but I'm not trying to be interesting to be attractive. But this is just the shit I'm into. Right? Yeah, of course. Like I'm not trying to woo you by my my you know interest in the Aim Nine Sparrow project. <laughs> but this is what I'm just letting you know. Like this is what I'm into. I'm into different kind of cars. I'm into like different kinds of shit. And like if you can't hang, you can't hang. You can't hang. And um, it turns out. Most people can't hang. Most, well, and it turns out, even when I'm dating people, they can't hang. My my last couple of girlfriends, they couldn't hang at all. But I got the smile and nod more than anything. And then it'd be like, oh, no, I like it. And I was like, you don't fucking like this. I mean, but the smile and nod is probably the best you're going to get in that scenario. It might be all uh, right. I know. But maybe I should just wait for somebody who's into that stuff. I mean. Or into, not even into that. I don't want anybody to be into what I'm, I'm into because... I don't want to date myself. Right. Yes. Yes. And I, I just want to date somebody who's also into shit. And it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people who are into shit. That's yes. We've we've come back around. That's yes. yo. You need to be about something. Be about something because I, a lot of people I meet who oh I I think I I it turns out they're not about anything, or they're about like. They're about social cohesion. They're about the same thing everyone else is yeah. into because everything seems scary right and now. As I get, as time goes older and I get less and less attractive, it's imperative for me to be interesting. And I'm trying. I'm like, I don't think I need to try to be interesting. I think I'm a right. interesting person, um, just based on my interests and based on like like the routines I keep and what I do and my projects and everything. I think, you know, I mean, if somebody met me who didn't know me, I think they'd be, so that's the problem though. I meet people who don't know me and then it's like, I could see, like I get, I, I've, I was at like a, I was at a, um, uh, I was at a house party, not a house party, but I get, a get together a couple of weeks ago, met somebody I'd never met before. And it was like cool for like 10 minutes. And then I just saw this like glaze. Right. Yeah. I know, I know the glaze very well. Yeah. And I was just like, and then they like tried anything to get to change any type of topic and i wasn't even talking about anything crazy it was just they were so but the thing is they were so not into what i was talking about even though it was like i don't know it was like not i wasn't talking about anything bad i was just talking about things i'm into just to to, to take the pulse and they were just like that was threatening or something like that it was like not into it and then i was deemed uh like not cool. You're out. That's you were you were thrown out. Yeah, which is weird though. I was just like, what? so strange. I think I was talking about like interest rates or something weird like that. <laughs> and yeah. that's just what I do. Yeah, you know? what are you gonna do? Well, there's a certain point, and th- this is less for you and more for the general public. Yeah, but it it pertains here. It, it's important to not treat women like you want to have a male friend, and that's. A really difficult thing because the entire world says you're supposed to treat women exactly the same. You know, like everyone's everyone's just got the same interest and the same like whatever, the same like goals. I you know? want to have a male friend. Yeah, like treating. If you got a girl waiting at home, and you go home and you treat her the way you treat a male friend, which is just talking, yeah, talking about interest rates or whatnot. Yeah, 
it's that might work. It might oh, not. So you know, I'm fucking up. It's possible. I don't yeah, know. No, I, I clearly I am. But I've been it's single also, for over a year. It's not necessarily you fucking up. You might be talking to a woman that just wants to be talked to like a like a woman and not. But I thought, you know. But okay, so like. One of us would be like, hey, what's going on with you? I, well, that's okay. sort of the trick. Yeah. That's the thing. You can't win the other way. <laughs> so no. it's like it, there's there's the, the only way to win is not to try, which is unfortunate. It's like war games. Yes. The absolutely. only way to win is not to play. Yes. A hundred percent. I guess I'm going to be single forever. It's very, uh, get comfortable dying alone. It is not a um, funny totally, thing I say. It's something it's I totally very much mean. That. Um, I don't. I mean, after ten years, I think I would have met somebody through this goddamn podcast. I, I don't know. I mean, we, we. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Maybe after twenty years. <laughs> Let's go for twenty. See what happens maybe after we. Maybe after episode five hundred. Um. But yeah, for for the the men listening in this situation where you got somebody you've been with for a while and it's just kind of fun, like. Your, your girl's not your best friend. She's your girl. It's a different dynamic. It's yeah. one of those things. But you shouldn't have, but you should, but you guys shouldn't have like the fortitude to have that conversation. Right. I mean, I agree. I want to be able to like go home and talk to my girl about interest rates or inter- like about no, like no, no, fucking but I whatever. Mean, like, like have an, have a, have a, have a, take the, have a vibe check, take the temperature of the relationship. You should be able to do that. And a lot of times people don't want to do that either. No, I think if you start vibe checking a relationship like that, a lot of women will just be like, nah, I'm good. I'm also, and they just fucking check what, out. What am I supposed to do? I, you, Jesus. You, you basically have to be a violent lunatic. No, I just have to be hot. <laughs> or or hot. hot, I don't know. No, I just have to be like hot. Like hot enough not to dump, and that's just not working Did out. Did you ever see the like the graphs of women on Tinder and men on Tinder and like who they think is no, like acceptable? I don't need any of that shit. I don't want to know. It's, I mean, you already know. Sorry, like, women think 5% of men are hot, and men think 50% of women are hot. Yeah. So 5% of men are having sex with every woman on earth, and everyone else is like, well, okay. It's not even about sex. I just would like... I just miss like um, I don't, know, I don't want to sound like a total weenie here, but I do miss <laughs> like like being adored. No, I legitimately I you know, and one of the things I miss so the most weak, was like waking true. up with somebody. It's a very nice yeah. feeling. Yeah. Now I wake real. up. Now I wake up with wood. You should wake up with wood. That's good. That means you're fucking I'm shit's take, working. I'm taking ZMA. That shit's working. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't feel, but I, yeah, I got to get rid of the job that makes my chest hurt. Yeah, no good. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's just too much. I'm like, I'm gonna die. That doesn't get any better. And there's no end game. Like, there's no like, there's no reason why I should like. There's no reason. I mean, I'm not helping anybody, including myself. And I mean, it's just, you know, I got. Uh, I don't know. I want to bring up helping people though, sure. because and this maybe this puts you on front street, and I apologize if it does. God. But um, in your apartment right now, and I'm looking around. And I can tell that you've been playing music. Yeah. Confirm or deny. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I, Why? I dig what? Because I feel like when musicians stop playing music, it's a bad sign. You know, that's like a, that's no, a, a sign of like mental decay. I'm the, playing like almost every night. That's really nice. I, you got like a mixer over here where the old mixer was. Like yeah. things, are, things are happening. I, oh, I yeah. think that's good. So in the vein of helping people, I think uh, no. creating... Yeah. How do I put this in a way that doesn't make me sound like a piece of shit? I actually, I don't really care. Um, I think the worst thing that we've ever done, the thing that makes us fucking depressed and unhappy and all the things that we don't like about modern life are that we allowed ugly things to happen. 
Like what? I think honestly, like just allowing the ugliness of life to just be the standard fucked us up. Right. And so to make beautiful things, to make music, to make art, to yeah. do whatever is the actual antidote for a lot of these problems. That's not, that's not, that's not like a piece of shit at all. That, that's the truth. That's the level truth right there. So just go. I mean, if you're feeling that's soon, cause I've been feeling kind of like I've been feeling cause I, ha- I haven't been on antidepressants in a complete, complete detox. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're really off. Yeah, I'm off off. And so I, but I realize why I, I'm feeling why I need them because I get like, I, I got my adjusters at work and like, I get like mad, like I get my anger spikes and shit like that. So what I've been doing is I've been throwing myself on like creative stuff. Yeah, that's the way to do it. I think that's the only thing that will actually save the world yeah. is making beautiful things again, like making beautiful buildings, making beautiful well, music, making I was, beautiful um, art. I, I was making the event for the uh, New York City thing and in like... 30 seconds I made a graphic for us. Yeah. It was just red background, then us, then a 10 over it. And I thought it looked really good. And it, it was said nice. exactly what needed to be said. And I was like, wow, I could just whip that up and do that. That's neat. You know, it's just neat that I can do it. And it looks tasteful and it looks totally fine. Yeah, like, no, I, I agree. I think it's, that's good. I think creating is... Uh, but I hadn't done that in a long time. Because I've, I've been like too bothered or worried about the whatever. I don't know. I guess this is a self-help episode. That's but all right. Um, you know, we've always just talked about what's going on and I've always feel like, um, cause I'm definitely no Elliot Roger. I've been with plenty of women and the problem is that it's slowing down, you know, and then it slows down for people. And, um, it's not an, and like I'm saying, when I say Elliot Roger, I mean, it's not an incel thing at all. Right. And that's why people are like, Ooh, well, you know, like whatever, you know. It's not it at all. I just miss, I actually just miss genuine companionship with somebody who like is trying to or gets me. And that hasn't happened in a really long time. So it'd be, it'd be nice, but it's, you know, what do I have to do? Move? Like, do I have to get on the, get, be more on the internet? Like, what do I do? And I even, like, I took it, <laughs> like, it's just weird. Cause like people, like a person like who, like, uh, uh, who looks like me, acts like me, I, I definitely get by on my looks. So it's, you know, it's, so it's a lot of having to talk to people and like, you know, working through people and it's just like, I don't have the fucking gusto to do that anymore. I've done that for the past 20 years. So there's, it's an, like, there's an impulse to say that like, oh, everything that we're doing, this is everyone, everyone thinks that this generation is the worst generation. Everything, everyone thinks that this is the worst time in history, but it's always been like that. No, that's bullshit. Right now is actually the worst time to meet a woman in recorded history, as best I can tell. It's legitimately true. We've never had most of the things that make this an unworkable situation. I mean, it's, and it's just what it is. I mean, you know, whatever, I'm willing like, to I'm willing to to try it out. I mean, right. I'm sure there's I mean, some. I'm sure there's a lot of women and you know people who don't identify as any gender who are in the same boat. I think it's just really hard to meet people these days. Yeah, meet people 100%. are dicks. I think in general, just like. There's plenty of women out there who can't meet a goddamn person. Everyone's just very online. Everyone's just very like yeah. The, I, everyone's the star of their own reality show. It's 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 yeah. it's an extremely difficult time to yeah interact. And with. I think that the the positive like even just matching with somebody on Tinder, I think that's enough for a lot of people. Oh sure. And I, I recently got back on, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and then I was like, well, you know, there's a, oh, there's other apps like Hinge. And I went on and I was like, oh my God. 
I, I, that this is like the this is the drain this is the kitchen sink yeah drains. the concept is exactly the same you know the drain yeah. screen looks like in the kitchen sink oh, after yeah. you do the dishes i sure do pretty much where we're at in the dating pool right now and whatever you know at the same time i'm okay because you know what I can do whatever I want now. I'm That's fine. A, that that is the dying alone thing, right? There's the being being comfortable to be like, all right, yeah. well, this is it. This is where I'm at. I mean, saying get comfortable dying alone doesn't I mean, mean like, oh, I don't. I'd rather not. You know, like that's still built say, in. But I you say know, barring like a John Claude Van Damme turnaround in my life, I give myself another ten years. And considering my heart. And considering my family history and everything, I give myself another 10 years. All right. You, you're making so, it to the 20 anniversary. Fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Like, I'm, I'm telling you. This, so is, said, this is an order. 10. Yes. All right. Okay. Another 10 all right. years. Yeah. After that, we'll we'll reassess. Yeah. <laughs> so I give myself another 10 years. But it's <laughs> it like. might be right behind you at that point. Fuck right, it. Right. Exactly. I'm just a real. I mean, I talk to my parents. I mean, I'm just. We're all realists about our situation in life. And um, I just like, oh, that's a lot of. That's a lot of time to like try and find somebody, but you know, I don't know. And I talk to friends, and they're like, "Yeah, your chances of meeting somebody in our friend circle is pretty low." I agree with that, but we have a fucking we've got a lame friend circle. It's just really tight. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't mean to say our friends are lame, but like, well, our our friends, our collective friends, put up with a lot of lame shit from people. And so as a result, yeah. the friend circle becomes lame as just, a result. I've yeah, just that's always how it goes. had this like very uh, lame idea that there's just somebody waiting in the wings, you know, and it's just now I'm slowly realizing it's not happening. <laughs> the more friends I make, the less people are into it. Um, that's fine. Whatever. I mean, I do a lot of cool things and I, I, I'm totally okay with, uh, you know, being... Uh, solitary i guess sucks but what are you gonna do right exactly what are you gonna do there's no there's no answer for these things i really shouldn't talk about this stuff on the podcast i think this is exactly what fucking well this is what brings weirdos to our show but uh you know this is what people want to hear there were a lot of people there with partners boyfriends girlfriends it was um you know it was nice it was i was so cool to see people i mean for a city for a freaking Saturday, Friday night in a big city, a bunch of people showed up. Oh, it was very cool. Yeah, it was nice. So it was cool. We had a packed house. It was great. And uh, I was very pleased by the turnout. <laughs> I didn't think it was fucking, I thought it was like going to be Bob and Dan Bassini and like When there was three people down there and we started like messing around with karaoke, I'm like, this could be, uh, this could be a scene. I, could, I, I sang Hearts karaoke. I looked up and all of a sudden it was happening. Oh you know? my God, yeah. I sang Hearts karaoke. That was... Um, Probably not my finest moment. That's all right. Is that really? I guess it's like too high. You know, <laughs> I was a little hammered. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, and you played the instrumental version, which just touched me I, so much. I bought the karaoke version so we can play it under the uh, under Misconnections. I think this is the new Misconnections song. It's great. Hannah right, read Misconnections. Perfect. Yeah, she was really good. She was great. I mean, she's still a robot. It was it was a weird CGI. Do you ever hear the theory that UFO sightings are just holograms that the government projects for some fucking reason? I no. don't know. There's, there's, I'm sure there's a, a fantastic reason behind there's that. No if reason. you uh, if there's you no reason talk why. to the person at the bus nope. stop for long enough, no reason. Just like chemtrail. Yeah, it's just, well, exist. this is just to prime us for uh, for uh, world one world government. Um, yeah, how'd that all work out? Like, you, like the dude you knew in the '90s who was all about like like really crazy 
like conspiracy theories. None of them worked out. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I didn't know any '90s conspiracy guys. '90s conspiracy people for me were like X Files people, which didn't really count. No, I got nothing. I knew some people who were super into conspiracy theories way early, and none of them worked out. Nothing. Nothing panned out. No, because the truth. I mean, this is the old axiom that the truth is the lamest story. The truth is the most boring. So people try to make things like the nine eleven look like inside job thing. Like that's like, probably not an inside job. I got to be honest. The, uh, I've There's said a this lot before. of levers that need to be pulled for that. The government's actual story about what happened on nine eleven is crazier than any conspiracy theory I've ever heard. So it's like, all right, whatever, man. I don't know what to do for you. Oh, it's stories old as time. People grow complacent and. There's people who are like, hey, happens in companies, happens in everything. People grow complacent. Happened with my company. Grew complacent and complacent, and we lost our contract. And then you sued them, Martin Harding Mazzotti. You <laughs> fucking made it like a bandit. Well, yeah. We bought an entire brownstone just to do the show from. It was amazing. I should. I really should. But no, I'm not going to do that. Who knows? Um, but I did learn that uh, taking care of myself on Sundays is the way to go. Uh, yo, it's very true. Yes. I feel very good. And I decided not to get too drunk tonight because I have to work tomorrow. But um, I feel good. Seahawks lost. Oh, Seahawks lost. Yeah, wow. Seahawks lost. It was hey, lost in like a attention. very Seahawksy way or like Raiders running back just ran all over us. And what are you going to do? This was a bad week for football. I, like I didn't care about a single fucking game. I couldn't even like keep the game straight in my mind. It was just, yeah. we, you always get that week where it's just like every fucking dud matchup happens the, at uh, once. I had the last college football game of the season. Onward. No one comes back next week. Is that right? No, onward. No. To, I haven't got. Didn't get a game today. Onward wow. to bowl games. What the fuck and, am I going to do on Saturday? Well, in the next couple of weeks, there's going to be bowl games. Yeah, and, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but it's uh, it was sad. I was like, hey, see you guys. Yeah, and knowing that there's some people I'd never see again. And <laughs> Yo, yeah. uh, yes, <laughs> if I have my way, yes, yeah. that's true. Um, but you know, whatever. Um. I hate when I don't have a lot of stuff prepared because I just fucking want. And we've been burning. We burned through a straight hour here. Oh wow! Of me complaining yeah, about just my job, just going wild. Wait, okay, so we burned through an hour of me complaining about my job. Wow, we talked about the people to show. Wow. Talked about your job. Talked about How women. I'm single. Talked about yeah, yeah. All right. I'm living single in a '90s kind of world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, we're at 53 minutes right now. What it's a pretty waste. Right. It's fucking time. I, we I disagree. I think it's all right. I think this is this is this is what people connect with. People want the real. People want the real, real. I wish I was dead. (laughs) You wish you went to Bosnia. First you want to kill me. Now you want to kiss me. Blow. Blow. (laughs) Great scene. (laughs) We got something to uh, play for you. All right. Um. Oh. We are back with the porn review. Everyone, just enjoy Um, this. Just take this this all in. This one is called Asian Street Hookers, and that's the actual name of the porno. Um, this one I'm watching is volume 28. So there's 27, there's like 27 volumes before it. Mm-hmm. And there's more volumes than that Ryan. because they did have a volume 29, which I don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't find everybody's name for the porno because they only have I six people listed. Um, one of the guys, the only guy they had listed for the porno was TT Boy. But I, and that's the name he yes, uses. Yes, my favorite porn um, star, TT Boy. Now, wow. for the women, there's Tully Crystal. Diane, Tina, Tina Lynn, um, Bonnie P- Pinoy, I'm not sure if I'm saying that name right, and the woman Tiffany. Um, so those are the people that are listed. They only have six people listed on their cast and credits. 
um, now in the porno there is scenes where it, there's a two, where there's like a threesome where the guy is fucking two girls mm -hmm. and then there's also another scene where the guy is fucking three different women all at one time which is a foursome <laughs> um, then love him now He's the so one, pure. My, my biggest complaint for this one <sighs> is that like when the guy gets ready to shoot his cum um, in the in the porno, there's different scenes where they show him shooting his cum cum at, and in some scenes he's shooting it on the woman's face, and other scenes it's the woman's mouth, other scenes it's the woman's pussy, mm -hmm. and then there's a couple different scenes where he shoots it on the girl's ass. I don't like when they do that because I don't get turned on by that. I don't get turned on by <laughs> by the guy coming on the girl's ass. What about the Tommy? Um, that's the hottest one. I love him. Coming the, on the, the Tommy is the best. In the places where I like it the most. And that's the pussy, the tits, and the mouth and face. Um, um, so, that's that. Now, the, the porno is two hours long. Um, I haven't watched it all the way through. So, I, but basically, they start, they start off when you pop it in by showing different scenes of, di of different places and stuff like that, of where they filmed it at. Um, about a year, about a year after this release, they released a volume twenty nine, and I have. I'm, I'm pretty sure I can. I can. I'm pretty sure I can find volume twenty nine on the internet, as as you can as you can with most pornos anyway. Um, on on the internet you can find pornos that are like three to four hours long that are free in itself to watch. Hell yeah! But God bless I don't America. think I'm ever gonna watch a four hour porno at least, you know, like with all the different scenes and everything. Edge himself so, um, for three hours and fifty nine minutes. I like. I've never seen but a porno from start to finish. Um, what are you talking about? Now, if I'm, I I don't know which one's which because they don't really like. So if you look, so if you look and you type in Asian Street Hookers Volume Twenty Eight, they don't really show the woman's faces and the casting, but you will see that. But you will see it in the porno. So if you try, so if you type it in and you try to look for the cast listing. You're not gonna. You're only gonna see the na the name the names, but not the faces of them. So I don't know who's which. Um, I guess that would be something I have to do when I watch the porno um, and stuff like that. <laughs> so um, so that's it for that. Um, so if you like the video, you can give the video a like and subscribe to my channel RBW King. You can also hit the notification bell so that you'll be notified when I do RBW King reviews, basically. So you could hit. So you could um. So if you like the video, you can hit hit the like and subscribe. <laughs> to RBW King Reviews and also hit the notification bell so that you'll be notified when a new video comes out. Hell yeah. And if you want to support my work even further, you can donate to my Patreon link, which you can find on, 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 on YouTube. And for just a little, a few bucks a month, your donation can help go no a long link. way and further the channel. And thanks for listening. Fuck yeah. I don't even like rules. He's, oh, he's so... On his phone. He's I, was, I was trying to get into uh, our Tumblr for questions and I couldn't do it. It was fighting me. You want me to go to the app, and I hate the app. Okay. Uh, he is just, he's such a pure soul. I honest to God think we can get him to the AVNs in like two years of this. Oh my God, yes. I mean, he only released it not even a day ago. He's already got almost 100 views. All right. That one was on the front page of YouTube for a brief moment. No he way. Got like 3, nice. Views. That's so sick. Unbelievable. If only it would happen again, because he doesn't give a fuck. Oh. And the the DVD wall, we should, we should track the progress of the DVD wall because Is I it think growing? I think it's the been the same forever. 
I feel like he's, I feel like the, aside from us giving him a thousand dollars for a wheelchair, I feel like he uh, hasn't had that much money coming in to buy DVDs. I think he's busting his ass, working hard, yeah. working two jobs. Working with jobs. Frank. Yeah. Um, we don't have any rips. I can't believe that this whole podcast was me just complaining. About I think it's, we, we still got a couple questions, I think. We still got some, do we, I, we probably don't have misconnections. I think fucking Hannah, Hannah burned through the, did she really send Fuck misconnections? Yes. Wow. She is dedicated. Almost like she doesn't sleep, like she's a robot or an AI of some oh some God. sort. A sentient AI. I, we met her. She, she was, was very nice. She was extremely like kind. Way and chill. nicer and cooler than I ever thought she'd be. For real. She's super nice. Like, super nice. She didn't even burn you with a cigarette like, like she said she would do all those times. She's like Midwest nice. <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly like, it. Midwest I nice. I have never met somebody more Midwest. And this is a total compliment. I've never met somebody more Midwestern than Hannah. Yeah. I like, oh my that. God, this is very Midwestern. Um, she's very Midwestern, but. Very much. She's a, uh, frankly, she's clean and sober out of the halfway house. Um, I'm going to do, I'm going to do rips real quick. Only we do because we have okay. one. Irene Kara, who's saying uh, fame Ooh. and a lot of feeling. Wow. Yeah, she died at age 64. What a feeling is a fucking banger, man. That's yeah. a real I fucking, always, it's a hot song. I always thought that was Laura Branigan, but it turned out to be. <laughs> kind of did too. And it turned out to be um, Irene Cara. Irene Cara spent um, uh, her the, the 80s and 90s traveling Europe and Japan making money after people forgot about her in the United States. That's very loud. And oh, it sounds great. And Irene Cara was a um, uh, featured in the movie DC Cab, featuring Bill Maher. Oh God! And DC Cab, you know, remember DC Cab featuring I, Mr. T? I don't remember DC Cab. I have a Bill you Maher re- movie. You don't remember DC Cab? No. Are you kidding? Did we talk about it already, dude? I just thought you always knew about DC Cab. I don't think so. Oh my God! DC Cab is okay. Now this is where good management probably would. She was in Fame, yeah. one of the most iconic movies of all time. Whether or not you like musicals, whatever. Her next movie was DC Cab, featuring Mr. T, Gary Busey, oh. and goddamn young Bill Maher. And, um, yeah, there he is, Bill Maher, as Bubba. Now, the thing, the best part about it was... They also feature oh, it featured Max Gale who played Wojo on Whoa. Um, who played Wojo on Barney Miller, which is totally awesome. But it also included a cab driver who was obsessed with Irene Cara to the point where he decorated his car with pictures of Irene Cara. Jesus. And it seems like a very like a very silty premise. And when he runs into Irene Cara, he gets so excited he crashes his car. All right, we got to watch this movie. This seems fun. <laughs> Which I love. And it says that in the in the um, Irene Cara um, uh, Irene Cara Wikipedia, he gets so excited that he crashes his cab. All right. In an attempt to uh, distract Irene Cara. Wow. Uh, anyways, what yeah, I love. We're gonna have to watch this now. She's famous for singing all this shit, but it just shows you that, like, when you're famous, so weird and fleeting, and people you know who people like aren't famous because 
when people you know who are fam- who are who you think are famous aren't made to do shit they don't want to do so like if you know somebody who like i know somebody who plays on records right and they're a guitar player and but they're not famous because if you're famous you have to do shit like this You know, this is one of my favorite songs, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Mine too. And I bet you've broken the hearts of a few women. Only one. My mother's when I... Irene Cara and Andy Gibb. That's Andy Gibb. Holy shit. Yeah. Irene Cara and Andy Gibb on Solid Gold. Wow. All right. She didn't want to do this. She Certainly had to not. Yeah. do this. That's how I it goes. Sure, Andy. Honestly... Like why? I super want to know why they chose to have them sing the song. It was probably hot at the moment, right? Like, or at least like maybe Don't waning. Go, you know, breaking my heart from nineteen eight. Like, when did it come out? Now, that's what I love. I love forensics. <laughs> Fuck, where's my forensic file sample? Yes. I need to put everything in the on the board. Here. Review. Okay, Don't Go Breaking My Heart came out in fucking nineteen seventy six. Okay. Okay. Therefore, not a hot song at the time. What time? What year was that when they were on fucking solid? Nineteen eighty-two. Ooh, but that's kind of the thing, all right? So it's starting to, it's like waning a couple of years back. It'd be like uh, somebody doing Chumba Wumba on the Masked Singer right now. You know what? I think all that shit's really fucking dumb. I agree. Although my mom likes the Masked Singer, so I have to like the Masked Singer. I, I want to get so mad at your mom right now, but I'm gonna be a, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be a good. Do not. A, a fucking honorary son to your yeah, mom. <laughs> do not. And I think Irene Cara was very attractive yeah, and she good at real singing. Good. And that's the tragedy that she was put in these situations with dumb Andy Gibb. And put in these situations where people just thought of her as like a little piece of cake instead of actually acknowledging her talents. Which is why she took her talents to the Europe and oh, Japan. That'll do it. Yeah. yeah. I like how he was like the fuck up brother who couldn't. Like, I'm sure the Bee Gees could welcome a fourth brother. Sure. But he was just like too much of a fuck up. So they were like, all right, well, we'll help you with your solo career, I guess. Meanwhile, Bee Gees are playing this shit. Going fucking crazy. Man. Live. It is so hard to fucking underline how good the Bee Gees fucking like strong period was. It's like, it's, it's almost unmatched. No, the Bee Gees, ama- okay, for a disco band, amazing live. Yeah. 
not going for the falsetto live. That was jive talking. You know I'm listening to this the whole way home. Yeah. A hundred percent. to say i'm just like just grooving i'm grooving right now oh, i love it i love it i'm trying like to find fucking night fever night fever is a really fucking hard song to beat it's fucking oh incredible night fever remember, remember when we drove all the way to um burlington vermont listening to <laughs> <laughs> yes, but the, the weird thing, do you remember we fucking were listening to the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack the whole way, then stopped at a gas station and got out and they were playing it? Yeah. It was so weird. That was Synchromysticism. Yes. One of our first brushes was Synchromysticism. Of Not course. the last. Not the last. I said, Staying Alive Live, 1979. Oof. All slow and good. weird thing with the Bee Gees that I don't think I've ever thought about or even talked about before. Oh, yeah. When I was a young punker, like Mohawk era, like even okay. before Dreadlocks, All like right. punker, I went to Mr. Bill's Music in Colony Center. Oh, no, fuck yeah. No, Mr. Bill's, of, Mr. Bill's was in, uh, it wasn't in, it was in the off-price center, Northway Mall. Oh, Northway Mall. You're right. You're right. Thank you. Cross the street. Cross Central Avenue. Cross the, cross um, the And I, uh, I bought a bunch of fucking things. I bought a bunch of like punk CDs and shit. And the same time, for some reason, I think there was probably like a dollar bin. And I bought the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack and the best of the police being like, hoo, 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 whatever. Yeah. And I got home and I played them. You're like, both of them knocked me on my ass. Yeah. And I think both of them saved helped, your life, saved me from being too punk for my own good. I oh my swear God. to God, I think this album helped save me a little bit. You're like, well, this is much better than anything I've this been listening is to. So much better. This like, is much better than the, uh, what is it? The, uh, what was that band from Saratoga? That was really, that was a punk band. Oh, uh, the Bag of Bums. So you no, no, the no. Bag of they, had a, no. they had toilet paper on the cover of their demo. Tape. Oh, shit. I don't know. No, you definitely know who it was. I probably did sound for him. No, you were in a band with one of them. Oh, my God. Oh, you're thinking of Drip. Drip. Drip, of course. Drip, Drip. yes, absolutely. Yes. This is Drip right here. Ladies and gentlemen, Drip. Drip. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Drip. I was in a band with one of them. Wow. 106.5 WOND Radio. Here's that new band, Drip. How deep is your love? Barry Gibb looks like Nick Workle a lot. He does. And the moment that you wonder. Wolf. Now, BGs prove that you can be, I mean, other than 
Barry Gibb, who was in like full lion mode, and looked really good. Right, yeah. The other two, the other up. brothers looked really bad. Yeah, really so ugly and weird and British. They probably still fucking. Slay Which one him. sang fucking? I started a joke. This is a really unfortunate uh, looking fucking. Morris. I started Robin. a joke. Robin. You know, a theme in all of their videos is them walking together. Yeah. Showing like a united front mm-hmm. in the Staying Alive video, which is them walking through like, I suppose, we should do a talk over the video. I suppose that was them walking through, I suppose, like a bombed out city. Oh, I don't, and they're I don't the think only, I've seen And they're the only people left. <laughs> so we should do, yeah. I, I want to do another music video episode. Um because the last one was very fun. Well, the last one we got a, a copyright hit. And we did. We'll we'll do it on on Vimeo, Vimeo this time. Yeah. Um, and while I'm thinking about it, so I know we've been promising more shit for months, and it's been well, you know, it's been kind of a wild time. Uh, I think I have a setup to really do like green screening, and I think we're in. I think I got it. I got the space. I got the stuff. So uh, yeah, look for that soon. Okay. Oh, this is it. A fucking incredible intro. The video is awesome. When you go from the intro to the fucking verse, ah, it gets so frantic and intense. Here I am. Yeah. In fact, this gels perfectly with the music video episode I want to do, but I don't want to spoil it, so I'll talk about it later. What I like is heavy synths. Yes. Right. It's really, it's fucking great. Heavy synths and heavy guitars in the background. And it's like, but when it goes, in the sweet, they know when to pull it back. Masters of production. They they produce all their own shit. comes again. What I I like the best about this video is that it shows images of old Las Vegas and not just like it's just them driving around like outskirts of Vegas like diners and shit. Oh interesting all right. Their videos are Robert Stigwood was no fool. He knew exactly what he needed to do to make these people super fucking famous. And it wasn't a plug and play situation because they already had a wildly successful career. Yeah they were like it's one of those things that they could talk about very often. They were already kind of huge by now. But it's I love the parallels between the Bee Gees and Def Leppard. Stay with me. Oh. Because it was um uh, he produced On Through the Night and they, they went with um, High and Dry and then they for um, their what was their breakthrough album I forget what it was called but for their breakthrough album he's like well um, God you know what and it's I used to be able to remember the, all these people right off the top you of got my nothing unfortunately the producer Mutt Lang was like they he can he said that Joe Elliott had kind of like a high Almost like country voice, like no, just gotta no. Yeah, he's kind of nasal. And if you listen to On Through the Night, he's like, he's like kind of like all over the place. Or me and my wine. He's like me and the boys are playing. But then for like, like Animal, 
you like he always has that like upturned twang yeah and that's exactly what the Bee Gees do Robert Stigler convinced him to sing falsetto it's the same thing the Bee Gees it's the same thing it makes them into like power like a like a strange powerhouse and it works it really does it's fucking incredible but only works because they're the only ones who can pull it off yes literally no one else has even this sounds fucking crazy like listen to his voice His voice sounds nuts. Like this. Yeah. It sounds like somebody like 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 making fun of it. Like if right. somebody was singing karaoke making fun of it. This reminds me of when you were talking about how the first time you listened to Merciful Fate, you thought it was a joke band. Yeah, like it it's is. the same thing. Yes. That's and Merciful Fate's one of those bands too, where mm-hmm. it's like, but for some reason it works. It just it kills it. It's so good. so good and i like how they in this video that like this is before they got they got rich and got their teeth fixed they have all their spacey weird british teeth yeah it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> and they're like night fee and it's like crazy like dark brown chompers <laughs> but it's okay you know yeah like driving by the golden nugget it's just like a small place like golden nugget it might even be in reno it's beautiful I mean, the, Old Vegas, very cool. The official music video for Night Fever from the Saturday Night Fever time. And then somebody says, no auto-tune, no flashing lights, no smoke and mirrors, just pure, unadulterated talent. We never talked over Saturday Night Fever. That'd be a fun one to do. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. Um, it reminds me of uh, people I grew up with. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's got it's a very nostalgic vibe to it. Well, definitely. Uh, who Who died? And who are we doing the rip for? If Irene name Cara. Irene Cara. The, the R.I.P. Sorry, we talked about the Bee Gees the whole time. We're supposed to be talking about you, but that's you know we just have to ride these waves when they come. Okay. Well, fine. I'll play an Irene Cara song. Fine. I mean, this is her right here. It's mm-hmm. fucking shit hot guitar in the background right now. This is Iron Kara live in 2021. Oh, okay. Welcome actress, singer, dancer, and superstar, Irene Kara. There she is. And she's 60 years old in this. Man, probably not doing a lot of dancing, I'd imagine. Jersey! Jersey! Sounds like a karaoke mom who would like totally be like, oh my god, whoa. Really good. Flash dance. All right. She uh, she didn't age at facially, she didn't age at all. Crazy. Crowd shots here. Right, here we go. Oh, yeah. I want to believe that she died because she got had sex too hard. That'd be very cool. 
Because she looks all hot and good, and she's 60 here. Yeah. She really does look really good. It's yeah. fucking great. That's kind of woman that like you'd argue with all day, and then you just end up making love. It's so Makeup sex. frustrating how rare you find a live song that's really fucking. It's got real banger, and this is one of them. This is fucking really good. And the sad thing is she's doing one of these like, like women of freestyle festivals. Right, of course. And she's well, like up know. there with like like the fucking warmed over corpse of Debbie Deb and like Pretty Poison <laughs> who are against all odds still touring. And then it's like Irene Cara who's a real superstar. Whatever she's keeps like, her from working at Home Depot. I exactly. Guess, she's like, oh, I'm gonna go here and uh, destroy everybody and then grab my money and go home. Um, Yeah, she's at somewhere called Club 54 Disco. Interesting. The Ladies of Freestyle Festival, uh, two years before she died. I like when we... Um, the video says, Bendejo de Pizza. I wonder if they're advertising. <laughs> it's, it's called Benchode. It's one called Pendejo de Pizza. Um <laughs> Irene Cara, Australia 2006. You want to go deep? Yeah, let's go. Please welcome two-time Grammy winner and Academy Award-winning singer-songwriter Irene Cara. Oh, in Australia. Right. For the World Cup. Ladies and gentlemen, Irene Cara looking hot as shit. <laughs> She's really like, this is like the fucking halftime show at the Super Bowl. Yeah. This looks insane. She looks great. She looks fucking good as hell. And she's showing off her bare tit. What the fuck happened? Oh, we fucking, there we go. We're back. Showing off her bare tit. A bare nice. tit. It's amazing. She has like a like a blazer on, like a sexy, you know, like a sexy blazer. Like, you know, like, sexy blazer. You know, like Carrie Underwood used to wear yeah. like a sexy blazer. And I don't believe there's a bra underneath that blazer. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like a hinting and like maybe something more is there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you showed up to like a like a like a first date wearing that, you'd be like, oh yes, yeah, slam dunk. It's gonna look good crumpled up on my floor yeah. in the morning. I'm gonna feel like fucking Scotty Pippen. Dunk, dunk, dunk. Not known for his dunks. Very involved dance routine for like a really like quiet part. Here we go. This is where you get turn it up here. Yeah. What a feeling. The crowd for the World Cup in Australia 2006 are not into it. It's a shame. <laughs> but they don't know it yet. Now they're going to be into yeah. it. Like, oh, yeah, I know. I saw a commercial with this. I would be at the beer tent so fast. I'd be like, all right, Iron Car, great. See, this is not a good version, though. This is a little too slow. Yo, drummers, when you're playing live, you gotta play faster than the record, not slower. Faster than the record. Okay, help me no. Okay, Well, and then we go to, uh, let's play the last one here. Uh, she's in, um, this is the, uh, oh my god, this is from 2022, a few months ago. Oh my god, Jesus. all right. Okay. What'd she die of? I told you. <laughs> you probably you can't, can't fuck too hard. Yeah. 
If she's my girlfriend, I she'd die for me to fuck all the time. There we go. All right, oh, a little dancey here. She looks fucking great. Cause of her death is unknown. This is a show called Evolution DJ Bobo Tour. And this is from Croatia. Alright. She's working it's from Croatia. She's working right up to her death. I gotta be honest, this man. This is from two months ago. <laughs> if, Jesus. If you're a musician and you get the offer to do like Europe shit, yeah. do it. Like okay, we can all shit on David Hasselhoff all we want. Hasselhoff lived like a fucking king and all he did was fly to Germany fucking three times a year and fucking sing yeah I'm looking for freedom I'm looking for freedom he sang that on the Berlin Wall as it was coming down don't shit on the fucking Europe circuit man go for it that is exciting that he was a part whether or not any of the world wants to admit it Russia United States whoever Mr. Gorbachev tear down that wall. <laughs> you know, who really tore down that wall was David. Hasselhoff. He was there in his light up jacket, and he was there with Kit. Michael, <laughs> Michael, the wall is coming down. Michael, we're allowed in East Germany. Michael, get away from the wall. Michael, they've given us five hundred marks apiece. Let's <laughs> see. That's a little bit of factoids that I love, and that if I say that on a date, people are like, "What?" Like, yeah, they gave everybody every every resident of East Germany they gave them five hundred marks yep. as like a good faith gift. It's nice. I would have bought like a new stereo. Yeah, it'd be really cool. Or like American blue jeans. How okay. much fucking was going on when people are like, oh, I wow. A lot. Right over this, right over this wall, there's hot young people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> who've, who've never fucking seen my advanced sex moves before. Yeah, exactly. The shit I bought from, <laughs> the shit I bought from France. They've right. never seen this. Yeah. No. Everybody's like doggy style for the first time. Mm-hmm. Question mark? Turn around? What do you mean? I'll show yeah, you. I'll show you. Oh, 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 <laughs> mein Gott, mein Gott. Oh, mein Gott. Don't go breaking my heart. Anyways. Well, well that's Irene Cara. We did a very deep. That's why we're going to be in the podcasting hall. That's of Fame right. One we day. just fucking we take just, it and run with it. We took it and ran with it. And I think that's classic. You're right. You know what? No notes are good notes. Uh, yeah. It's, we can't do it all the time, but when it works, it works. We just listen to some Bee Gees music, which is goddamn yeah. good. Um, so what do we want to do? We're going for an hour and a half right now. You want to do misconnections? You want to do questions? What are you feeling uh, like? Let's see what kind of questions we've got. I only on put there. up the, the thing a little while ago. So we got like three in a tumbler. Nothing nothing super, super intense. But people are asking. People are asking. Uh, we do have a bunch of questions. All right. Let's do it. Uh, Did I? Well, people are just asking how the anniversary was. <laughs> Fuck, it was it's like four people. Okay, it was good. Okay, here's a question that isn't about the anniversary. Do you wash your hands after peeing? No, absolutely not. Nope. I don't no, really do that either. I like rinse them. I don't use soap and shit. If I after shit, shitting, uh, yeah, I'll wash my hands. But like fucking whatever, like it's fine. Um, any anx- any advice for an anxious patroon hosting family members over the holidays? My girl's mom is staying with us around Christmas, and she's tough to be around. I don't just find a reason to be out of the house, man. I don't find a find a little hobby you gotta get to. Yeah, exactly. Find a hobby horse. <laughs> All right. Well, I said I weed a bunch of questions, but one of his one of them is I think we already read it is just somebody trying to have us say the N word. 
and uh, the other one is how to meet women, which we might have also already done. Okay, all right. You know what? Stop the question. Stop the <laughs> question. Stop. We're out of here. Stop. All right, we're done. All right. All right, fine. Who misconnections and stuff? All right, misconnections. Coming right up. We did have a Q and A at the uh, live thing. That was really cool. A live Q and A. Oh, wrong fader. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Hannah is alive and well. Misconnections are here. Now is the time. Thank you to producer Hannah for supplying more misconnections, even after her uh, breakout success hit. On Saturday, we love producer Hannah, and that you all should love her too. She's the best, and she's you should got, just do a show where she just reads. Actually, don't do that. Then you're, yeah, we're gonna, our, our well will dry up. Exactly. All right, everybody. Full-figured woman, Andrew. She can have a tummy and still look yummy. Okay. I love my BBWs. Okay. Yeah, I guess somebody has to. Um, Pog. P-A-W-G. Okay. Fat ass white girl. Yep. That's the vernacular. I knew there. that one. On Broadway, yeah, that's a porn search. Pog. That is like a financial district. You had on black leggings and an unbelievable camel print. <laughs> but when you walked past, you had an onion that made me almost cry looking at the what fuck? A, what a sleazoid. What the fuck is an onion? I feel like I'm Ass. old. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Cry I looking, almost made me cry looking at it. Oh my god, I'm the caramel guy in the office building. <laughs> I see you all the time right. while I'm working. I take it you live close. Hopefully I get to see your beauty again. Sheesh, you were a beautiful dark-haired vixen. Yikes. I'm uh, the caramel guy. What? 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 You, are you the ice cream man? You, 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 Mr. Softy? Kalamazoo, Michigan. Now that family dinner is over, now that the family gatherings and dinner are over, who needs some exercise to work mm. off the extra calories? Nobody. Everybody. Go home. Yeah, just having sex. Should, you know, if you have a vigorous sex for 20 minutes, you'll burn 100 calories. A whole 100 calories. That's yeah. like three cheeses. That's great. Well, it depends on how hard you go. That's true. You know? Looking for some smoking women. Looking for a girl who loves to smoke cigarettes to kiss me while you're smoking. Wow. And give me the smoke from your lungs. My favorite thing is the smell of cigarette smoke on a woman. Oof, somebody Oof. has a very weird fucking thing Holy they imprinted on as a child. They're from Staten Island, New York. Yeah, that'll do it. Big surprise. Nymph type at Pyrus. P-R-Y-E-S, 1029 in Minneapolis. I had imagine that's a nightclub in Minneapolis. Nymph type at Prize. <laughs> 1029, Minneapolis. Was captivated by your eye glitter and your smile on the dance floor. Should have said hi. I wore pinstripes. Uh, oh, my God. It was Derek Jeter. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I wore pinstripes and made sure everyone around me shaved. And now, batting first, <laughs> number two, Derek Jeter. Remember that old guy? I'm the captain. The captain. Yeah, what was his name? Fuck. Derek Data. I don't know. I forget. I don't know. Bass Pro Saturday in Denham Springs. You kept nodding hello and going to the dressing room. Oh my god! What? Gay move. Jesus. I wasn't sure if you wanted me to follow or not. No, I was f seeking you out to nod hello and then go into the <laughs> fucking dressing room. My heart was pounding and you were handsome. You thought I was someone else. Tell me the guy's name and I'll know it's you. I was in glasses and a ponytail with jeans on. Oh my god! It was John Lennon. Wow. It's Derek Jeter, but he's undercover. 
Hey, fancy shag in the uh, Baton Rouge Bass Club. Well, I was in glasses and a ponytail with jeans on. My name was John Lennon and mm. a pounding heart because you're cute. I'm going to write a song about you. Uh, Rocky Horror at, Bra- at the Broadway on Halloween. You sat next to me front row. You were wearing a cute red and white thong bikini that showed off your navel piercings. Pretty hot. And you had your face painted. That's not so hot. After the show, we discussed our matching thrift store overcoats. Yep. And working on our costumes, I kissed your hand after asking if I can have your name. Milady. Uh, did you not get the name? Uh, I'm kicking myself for not asking for your contact info. <laughs> yeah, I was the weirdo who kissed your right, hand. Yeah. Uh, a, a woman who knows to wear costumes to fucking uh, Rocky Horror is a red flag yeah, you big time. You're at Rocky Horror. Like, everybody in there is awkward. Maybe, you know, come on. Yeah, you're in the most awkward and horny room in the city right. at that point, for sure. Definitely in Salt Lake. My God. Oof. I'm surprised they do Rocky Horror in Salt yeah, Lake. Yeah, seriously, right? Everybody's supposed to just, like, be white and fuck each other in the ass. Mm-hmm. And, po- and, try, to, simple place. and try to poison Michael Jordan. <laughs> First and foremost. <laughs> To be white and fuck each other in the asshole. Okay. This is really, there are a couple of really long ones here. Uh, that's it. You know what? That's, that's it. it. Fuck you know, it. We're running out of time. That's it. We're Thank good. you. We're gassed. Thank you gotta work. You. I gotta move tomorrow. Yo, I'm, I moved today. I'm done. I finished. Today there was my is. last day. My last day in Troy. It feels so good. I just want to share it with everyone. Congratulations to nice. Andrew moving back to the. Uh, one two two one zero area code. Yeah. Yes. Up in the hill though, Pine Hills. Yeah, I'm out there a little bit. It's very He's quiet. It's yeah. all right. It's very dark. Up near, uh, up near producer Craig's house. Yeah, we're very close. Yeah, and he has an old news news spot right near the not right near a couple uh, old man bars. Yep. Yep. Go check that out. We'll <laughs> see. Uh, there's a little pocket of sushi there too. You have a little, the sushi's good. You have like a plaza there with a little yeah. sushi. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the Italian deli that I grew up with as, oh, a, as a, a young you boy. Know what, that Loki, that's the, like the best deli in Albany. I mean, now that Andy's is closed, that's it. Oh, that's yeah. the one. They have they sell single cans of beer at, at that. Deli, oh shit! Wow. To, to it's great because you can grab that like a single can of beer. With your meal. That's the contractor special right That's there. That's the contractor That's special. So exactly. Then all your shit gets fucked up because the contractor's are drunk. <laughs> anyway. Cool. Well, let's get the fuck out of here then. Let's the fuck out of here. Uh, okay. So there are some sponsors I guess we should do, right? Yeah, I guess so. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, is there sponsor music? Coming right up. Oh, fucking <laughs> sick. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, OlderGhost.com, OlderGhost.com. Vintage clothing, vintage prices, no $1,000 t-shirts here. Folks, only the best. Jesse works very hard to bring you the best in vintage. Um, uh, go to OlderGhost.com, also OlderGhost on Instagram, and now it is time to download the OlderGhost app. Check it out. I think you'll find something that you like. Also, DanBassini.com, DanBassini.com. Made us look like a million bucks. Imagine what he can do for you. He's got a new rotogravure out called uh, No Invite Volume 9. You should check it out. Uh, he's also got some new books out, and he's, he just took a picture of Peter Gabriel, the chairman of the board for the New Waivers. Very cool. 
Uh, also, Pubic Hair Club for Men. Check it out at www.phcfm.org. Thank you very much. All right, y'all. Uh, be good. Take care of yourselves. Uh, stick around for the next 10 years, and you can come to the 20th. Be, be sick. And the Colts are leading the Steelers in the fourth quarter. Wow. All right. There we go. Be good, y'all. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.